This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. <laughs> the Meat Improv is, of course, the storytelling and improv comedy podcast. We bring on comedians. They tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then we do long-form improv comedy uh, based and inspired by those stories. <laughs> Didn't quite nail that, but that's the, that's the yeah. idea. Oh my God, I'm going to remember to do this. If you want to support this show, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash the meat, uh, click on support our artists, and then that brings you to an Amazon page where you can shop as usual. Yeah. Heck, I'm buying uh, an office chair and I, I, I'm going to do that. Hey. Uh, yeah, time for a new office chair. But uh, that's an easy way to support the show. We get a little kickback from that and there you have it. So uh, let's get into the show, though. We have two very special guests, hosts of We Will Watch Everything. I will. It's still, it's it's still, still I, will, I Will Watch Everything. What's with now Mark David Christensen and Connie Shin. So there you have it. Mark David Christensen and Connie Shin are our guests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Glad you guys brought uh, a huge auditorium. Oh, people. yeah. yeah. We, don't do it. we now do the, every show in front of a live audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> since the tour. Um Cool. How long uh, you just joined the the group or not? Or the group? Uh, <laughs> I can't, it couldn't I, have been that. It couldn't have been that. It has to be pretty recent because I did it like late let or I guess a year ago. Yeah. With just how long? Like three months. Yeah, about three months. Yeah. Um, we've just probably this, probably about a month and a half. We've been rolling out. Yeah. The episodes now that Connie is included because I had a couple in the can. I need. I wanted out of the way that don't and have hers it. Along with the guests, uh-huh. but now it's all just—it's either me and Connie or me, Connie, and a guest. Mm-hmm. And now you can be like Connie—you have to come see this movie with me for work. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. You have to. We don't like movies. Anymore I can't go see Mother by myself. <laughs> yeah. We did see Mother together, actually. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And we have never been—I've never been in sync with another per, another human during a movie than that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of times I'd see a movie and. It's either, it's usually polarizing. Like, it's like, there's really, in, I'm really into it. They're lukewarm on it or like thought it was okay or vice versa. I think there was, we a, were both, well, we were both really jazzed to see it. We went to see yeah. it like the night it came out all like, it was like late. We were like, let's take a picture with the sign. Da, 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 and, and, but we didn't have time. Like, oh, we'll just do it after, which was yeah. way funnier because we're super sad and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we posted that picture of us really angry. Yeah. And like, yeah, I loved Everything he's done prior to this movie, like even Noah to me, even though it's not it's not a perfect film, it has very much a weird like fourth act that's sort of it's Aronofsky, right? Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. I love everything he does and up until this. What's weird is that like very this movie was a rare one for me in that like very rarely in the very starting from the get go, like within three minutes, I was like, is this a terrible movie? Like yeah, within it, three it, minutes, I was like, "Oh, why are you starting off bad? Like yeah. crazy and you're bad? Like, Wait, just give it a chance." You had the fortress, and then by the end, it was like, "I got no, this is a college thesis film that has a huge budget." And I got shushed quality. for the first time in my life it was in a movie wonderful. theater for yelling, "Oh, come on!" Very <laughs> <laughs> part. It was so that's a legit response. It was. You're allowed to yell, "Oh, come and on!" It wasn't like. You don't shush someone for one comment. You shush if we've kept if we kept up a conversation. Yeah, and yeah. I think you're you have yeah. the right to be like, 
Shush. Sounds like they're a little shush, trigger happy. Yeah. <laughs> they were looking for a shush. Like, they walked in looking for it. Yeah. Like, I didn't even feel bad. I almost, I had to stop myself from being like, you can't possibly still care right now, right? <laughs> it was just so laughably bad. And yeah. I was, I don't know if it's because I, I was drinking, but I was just like, I, like, it was like, Ants in the pants. No, because I was you, just, I've seen multiple movies with you and you drank and all of them that need to yeah. be the same response. Okay. <laughs> but it was just like, it was just, oh no, I think I was sober by then. That's why I wasn't chill. I was just like, <laughs> I, it was like laughable. And then like on the way back, Dave asked the cutest question. Um, like, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie <laughs> Have at you all. Seen it? I, no. no. Oh, okay. There's, I want to see it though. Go, I mean, I'm, you know me. My policy is don't listen to anybody, regardless of what they tell you. If you want to see something, see it. Go in with as a blank slate. But there's a part on the way back home, like Dave's, like, do you think Jennifer Lawrence knew she was going to look like that? <laughs> it's a very specific moment. It's so it's so sweet and so endearing. Like his mind is so innocent that it's like, oh, they made a mistake. That's why this happened. There's no way she went in being like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Cool. She must have just been like, oh. I'm gonna trust you. I think she did. I think she put some. I mean, apparently, as you've told me, they were dating. They started dating when they shooting while they were filming that movie. Aronofsky, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she. It looks like in the moment that you didn't realize how dumb you looked, Mm -hmm. like, and how silly that moment was. Because I was like, (laughs) now I have to see the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Take Jabor with you. (laughs) Then please, and then we'll have you guys in for a little like. Uh, update <laughs> on our podcast. Jake mother. and Josh saw yeah. a movie. Yeah. We'll start doing like a side little podcast, like a little side project in with yep. us. <laughs> um, well, switching gears, uh, I feel like almost this will be old, I guess, is in our news cycle by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. Oh boy, we like to cover this stuff though. I guess it's part of the job is, or not the job, but part of the duty is is getting into the meaty stuff. Uh, This is uh, Monday, October 2nd. Of course, last night, Sunday, October 1st, there was the biggest mass shooting uh, in our nation's history, Um, or the most deadly, I guess you could say. Again, everyone knows the story by now, but in Las Vegas during a country music festival, uh, right around Mandalay Bay. Uh, so what's your take on it? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I am just depressed by how many times I hear the same arguments after these things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, like anytime someone has an opinion on it, and this one's literally like an, it's what they're guessing is an automatic weapon uh, being fired into a crowd from a high vantage point. <laughs> like uh, anytime you're like, maybe they shouldn't have access to those kind of weapons. Like, People are like not now's not the time for politics. It's time to mourn. <laughs> like no, it is the it, time to start talking about it. Yeah, it's it. The, also, the specifics of the case. It sounds like someone heard all the arguments of prior shooting. Was like, oh, we'll we'll stop that with this shooting. The guy was sixty something year old white man sh- in Las Vegas on the strip shooting from Mandalay Bay into a country music festival yeah if you're not safe there where the fuck are you yeah. safe it's and the n- amount of people okay cause i was thinking about it like we've all been on house teams at ucb at some point 60 people that's like every single herald team uh-huh. imagine yeah. if everyone on the herald team got annihilated that's like yeah it's like mind-boggling like to put it in terms that we could yeah. visualize yeah. yeah it's so upsetting and i'm just like i I don't think I even know 60 people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. 
after the pulse one when they had like they showed all the victims like in a mm. thing that was that was sort of one of the moments where it was like that was that's an enormous <laughs> yeah. amount of people there's not anything really funny to say here i guess but uh <laughs> no i mean i'm i'm with you josh on that like thing of like we we have to start talking about it rather than hiding behind you know leave the like we can all mourn as a nation i get that but leave the heavy mourning to the, the like the families of the victims and the people involved in it. We outside of that and that circle need to be like, let's now make a fucking change. Yeah. So we don't have to continue to have these days of mourning. Period. Because yeah. they don't have they they don't really they're like I think we constantly leave it up to those people. Like the story is down the line, like a family member really became a power force to drive for change. And it's like, why the fuck aren't we the ones that are way at the right now? uh, Like we're so distant from it that we can mindfully make a difference and start Mm -hmm. pushing forward rather than having to go through like that long mourning process. Yeah. I, well, I mean, they tried last time. I get it, but Uh, you know, Democrats tried doing a sit-in after the Pulse one, which, you know, is at least some sort of, like, like we're trying to start a conversation about, like, the first steps. The first steps are, like, limiting magazine size, right? Yeah. Yeah. The amount of bullets so that you can't spray 32 bullets before you have to reload. Yeah, Um, and stop making excuses of, like, like that you have the right our second amendment is not about guns it's about being able to like no one needs a machine gun no one needs a machine gun and that and and that that that, that amendment has a bigger like uh symbolic reason for us being able to just go up against our government if, if it was if tomorrow our government decided to be like you all guys uh, we're putting a curfew on all of you and you cannot leave your houses unless we tell you then we can be like hey we can go up against our government because our constitution says, but still not no. just <laughs> like yeah. they're getting tanks and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> no, but I'm saying stop making excuses right. on that one amendment. There's our constitution can have amendments add to it. You like, yeah. stop. You're like, you're, you're ignoring the rest of how our actual, our, our laws work yeah. for one old amendment. Yeah. I do think part of it is like the main source of the problem I think is the NRA because they won't budge on anything that has to do with like that could in any way limit a sale of a gun. Like they've come out against poaching laws because some people like to have guns with ivory handles. Like that's how far out of their out of their jurisdiction they'll go to make sure you could still sell a gun with ivory handles because and we'll go as far as to say poaching's okay because of that Ugh. possibility. Like there was another one where they, there was in Pennsylvania and it was like, it was a law that the main focus of it was, could you eat like dog and cat meat or something like that? Oh, I'm not yeah. going to get this one completely right. Uh, but it was something like that dog and or cat meat. And another part of that bill was that you, you could, they were outlawing this form of, target practice where you broke a pigeon's wings and threw it up. So it'd be like, and then you'd shoot at it. But the idea is like, it's easier for like beginners, but it's like, would be cruel obviously to like injure a pigeon and then shoot at it. Uh, but they, they fought that bill. And I think one, uh, just for that one instance of like, this could get in the way of someone potentially having any sort of commerce involving a gun. 
But I mean, that's where it comes from. And also the NRA ads now, this is not a new thing, but like the one that came out of the, over the summer where they're like talking about the fake news and the liberal media and like we, the only way to fight these demons is to with a fist of clenched fist of truth. The woman who's the spokesperson for the NRA, Dana something, I think is her name. Uh, her real name is Dana something. Uh, <laughs> she like has such a tone, which like is the same tone that Sean Spicer and all those the, the people at answering questions on behalf of the White House. It's like, when these did it, it's like, it's like, you're not inviting a conversation. You're like, right. like you're coming at this from like the shittiest, most not unhelpful angle. And like, I don't know. I feel like that, that stalwart position on that side makes this, makes this argument into like, take away all the guns or, <laughs> or like we can't give up a single right it's like there is sensible shit you can do in the middle we're just not talking about it and like it's not the argument and fuck if well, we can't have a conversation in a democracy the democracy's dead yeah 100% I, this is weird I, today I was listening to a Charlie Rose interview because I do that while I work a lot because I listen to Charlie Rose and <laughs> I was listening to the one where the star of Selma was on uh-huh. and he's talking about how hard it like with Martin Luther uh King and stuff was was like that in the end like politicians good ones are about there they're all about compromise right that's their job is to work on compromise we have gotten so far away that the people that are in charge right now don't know how to compromise yeah they're lost what actually makes our government capable to move forward and so it's like terrifying that yeah and right there and then those people in power don't know the idea of that at all compromise and that's how you make a gun law possible. Yeah. That I can wonder keep like, this from happening. what it would take for the NRA to be like, okay, maybe a law or two could pass. Like, because considering the number of mass shootings and considering it's kind of unique to our country, like, you would think they'd be like, okay, no one needs a machine gun. Handgun, okay, that's fine. Like, I've I've shot guns before. I I mean, like, in a fucking... Sorry, range. curse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at a range, and it's—I mean, it's scary, but it's fun. And I'm—and no one's saying no one can have a gun, but it's just like, why do you need an AK-47? Yeah, for the the hundreds of deer coming at you. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a hunting weapon. It's it's a people killing weapon. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, that's the unfortunate weapon. thing is that anytime you mention just regulation, they just jump jump to you can't take. I have the right. You can't take this. And you're like, yeah. it's absurd. It's just absurd thing. But you don't even have the right to drive a car if you fuck up. Yeah, you <laughs> do. You, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? honestly think that like, our regulations on cars should be even... <laughs> I agree. <laughs> they should be way more strict. <laughs> like, do you know how hard it is to buy a house? It, yeah. it should be that fucking hard to get a gun. should be harder. And I like, should I should be able to dream of getting like my dreams of getting a house should be easier can you than, imagine, than me getting a gun. <laughs> like how or even applying for an apartment, like the amount of background checks. Yeah. Like I had to I had to fill out a form that and I had to list where everyone that lived with me in order to apply to adopt a kitten. Mm hmm. I cannot imagine doing that for a gun. And I remember when I went to the gun range, there was a gun. Fuck. Maybe I should I save this for the story? <laughs> if you have a story. If this is uh, a story. Well, it's, well, it's really stupid and sad. Uh, okay. So we're in line waiting to check out our gun. 
and there's a guy in front of me. I think he might have been Japanese, but he brought his own. You're allowed to bring your own. So he brings in this bag and the guy ringing him up is like, okay, is there a loaded weapon? And he's like, he's like, yes. And he's like, oh, uh, is this, does the gun have a lock on it? And he's like, what? And he's like, you're not allowed to carry around an unlocked weapon. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. And he's like, okay, well, um, do you have a fucking ID or a permit? Uh And he's like, no, I didn't know you need that. He's like, you're not allowed to carry around a weapon without a permit. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. And he's like, okay, so here are your rounds. (laughs) And they went right in uh, to the shooting range. Whoa. That is bonkers he was carrying around an, a loaded weapon unlocked without a permit is it still possible and was given bullets and was given a form to fill out if he wanted to apply for a membership <laughs> i have a question when you get a credit card if you go to a cre- like run a credit card and it like declines are people supposed to still cut them like if they're fraudulent or keep them from you because i feel like that is like what should happen in that situation is <laughs> you like then i have to take this until we figure this out yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you should at least know the rules. You can't fish on a lake without a permit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can't sell candy without a permit. (laughs) You can't serve food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For safety reasons, also. (laughs) (laughs) So, Senator Jabor, you're against this. you, you're against this bill because uh, it gets in the way of the sale of lollipops. Is that what you're telling us? Mm-hmm. You're, we can't prohibit people from selling lollipops. Well, that's a minor part of this bill. Uh, this is about uh, cruelty to circus animals. Um, yeah. And being a, making sure that Ringling Brothers and the whole circus industry does more to keep their animals in humane working conditions. Yeah. So why why are you bringing lollipops into this? Because do you know that I take public transportation to no. the to Congress every day? I take public transportation and you know what? Sometimes I'm down at the subway and I don't have enough money for a tap card. So I have to sell a lollipop to get some money to buy a tap card. And this bill will prohibit me from selling lollipops in the metro station. And then what am I? I'm a guy without a tap card and without money. You're not taking my lollipops. You're not taking my right to sell them. I'm not trying to. I, I thought this had, this is, I mean, there's not even a provision about lollipops here at, uh, in the, in the animal cruelty bill. I mean, is it, how does this have to do anything with the circus? It says uh, that animal cruelty bill will prohibit circuses from operating within city limits if they're doing animal cruelty. And circuses bring out people who love lollipops. And if people aren't coming out for the circuses, they're not coming out for my lollipops. And I'm not getting to work on time. And I'm here for the American public. I sell these lollipops for the people, for the American people. Uh, Senator, can I? Is this my moment I can yes. speak? Um Senators asked me to come here and speak. Yeah. As a proprietor to circuses, I, on a daily basis, beat the shit out of elephants. Okay. But that aside, and, and, I, and I train those elephants to perform in circuses, but more importantly, what keeps my me to continue with that dream that I have in my life is the sell of my lollipops. Now, if you decide to go through with this bill, 
I won't be able to sell my lollipops. And if I can't sell my lollipops, then I can't continue to fucking beat the shit out of elephants so they'll perform right in circuses throughout the world. It was a horrible argument. In fact, you've made my argument for me. Um, uh, well, yeah. Senator, you have a paid position here mm-hmm. uh, in this yes. body. Uh, so well, you shouldn't be so dependable on the sale of lollipops. I don't know why I'm saying lollipops 20 times today, uh, but it's a side issue, okay? I'm, I, this Here, bill has nothing to do with Big Lolly. Lollipops. What? Have one of my lollipops. You know where he bought that? He bought that for me. There was a sale of a lollipop in this building and you didn't know about it. So back off our lollipops. I'm not coming after the lollipops. Also, I, you don't have a permit to sell that here. What? You, you have, have to have a permit to sell a lollipop? To sell anything. It's you a, don't have I a wrapper on that lollipop. I never put a wrapper. That. What? What does your bag of lollies look like? <laughs> They're all stuck together. Just grab one. No, I. Okay. Well, now you've brought out, you've admitted to beating animals, and you have an unsanitary lolly and it's, business. If you look, look at the stick. See what the stick is? It's ivory. <laughs> Kicked well, the shit out of elephant and took that from it. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that is a waste. <laughs> look. I agree. You broke a lot of laws there. I will take three lollipops. <laughs> okay. Three dollars. <laughs> That's you should be selling that. For more, and you also shouldn't be selling ivory. Um, Mr. Charlie Rose, I'm afraid you've lost control of the room. <laughs> I'm okay, Linda. You're kind of stepping on my toes here, trying to. Wow, <laughs> just trying to get a helpful discussion on the Senate floor here. I uh... want to apologize for Mr. Rose if he bullied or antagonized you in any way. That's. Not what we do here at the Ramada Inn. Okay. Uh, well, I was, I wanted to take this seriously. I wanted to discuss this bill. Uh, I didn't think I was bullying anybody. Why are you... You're on my production staff. What the hell? I also work for Big Lolly. So if you... <laughs> Who doesn't work for Big Lolly here? The elephants that I kick the shit out of don't work for anybody. They work for you. Spe- oh. I never thought of it. I'm their boss. Uh, do you have a permit to be asking us these antagonistic questions? Well, I rented the room. <laughs> okay, that, that that checks out. Checks out. All right. On so, to the next business. It's mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> um, a large scroll you just parchment. Well, I'm getting older. <laughs> um uh <laughs> revenge porn. <laughs> We're trying to, there's a bill now in the U.S. Senate trying to uh, make revenge porn highly illegal. And and you guys are also opposed to that? Yes. <laughs> I'm opposed to, to outline revenge porn. How does unscrolling a huge picture of your junk <laughs> help your point? Huh? Unscrolling a huge photo of your junk <laughs> help your point. My ex-wife, Deborah. Took photographs of this and sent it out all around our social networks. So you're uh, doing her job for her by showing us it. Well, I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm certainly, I'm certainly not happy about it. We well, uh, cut to a blimp rental. <laughs> uh, you wanna, you want the blimp? You yes. want the blimp? Biggest big, blimp you got. Okay, 
uh, and you want the the font, the scrolling letters to read, these are Charlie Rose's genitals, and then you want us to have a banner tailing it behind with a photo of your genitals? Yeah. You know, that's going to draw more attention to your genitals. Well, I, you missed the last part of my message, outlaw revenge porn. <laughs> I would just say that. I don't think you need a concrete example. I am uh, the Rosa Parks in this situation. <laughs> I am <Oof>. the one. <laughs> I'm the, some, somebody had to take a stand. I, you know, okay, I'll do it. I will do it. Um, Thanks. Okay. Well, uh, that'll be $85. Cheap blimp. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. Charlie Rose of revenge porn. Of revenge porn. Well, have you really, really carefully traipsed down that road <laughs> and then just started running? Uh, yeah, I felt, uh, I felt like that was the best work I've ever done. <laughs> really, uh, ooh, ooh. Well, let's feel uh, rusty today. That was fun. Uh, Great. Let's uh, let's change the uh, let's change it up here now. It's time to get into the meat portion of the podcast. Ooh. You're up first, Dave. What do you want to talk about? All right. Uh, let's get a little lighthearted. I want to talk about this incident where I'm pretty sure I disrupted. Well, I won't cheat it. Let's okay. So in high school, I thought I was going to give away. You know, trying to be yeah, clever. Yeah. But yeah. so in high school, I remember going to a drive-in movie. But I was I I can't remember specifically which kids I was with, but they were kind of like the cool, popular crowd that I got invited to go to with. So I remember being super nervous about being there, like very <laughs> uncomfortable kind of like fit in and it was kind of like I was in that transition where I hadn't really figured out who my high school friends were because like my two middle school friends we sort of like went our separate ways Uh when we went into high school so I was still very nervous and there was like I'm probably like at least one of the girls I thought was cute whatever and so forth so I was just already on edge you know not really in my own skin and I remember like somebody had brought like lawn chairs or like bathing chairs. Remember those ones that the chairs that would like fold three ways to pack them up? Yeah. Mm. And so I was sitting on one of those while we were watching the movie. This is a drive-in you said? Yeah, drive-in. Okay. So people were some people were like in the back of the like a truck or mm-hmm. uh, SUV and then they brought chairs to sit out and you just play it out. You could hear it because you're just turning up your radio. Okay. And I remember sitting there just sort of uncomfortable um, trying not, you know, not to say anything dumb around these cool kids. And I remember leaning forward in this chair that folded three ways to get something, like maybe a snack, and it whipped forward and hit me in the back of the head. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, ah, and I jumped up. It hurt really bad. <laughs> jumping up. And like, instinctually, I didn't want to be around those, these people because of that happened. It's like falling in front of like, like it was like the equivalent of like falling in front of like your crush or something. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, and I, like, I remember like holding my head and my eyes were closed because it hurt so bad and I was just walking straight. <laughs> like blind. The movie walking. is plain. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, maybe the movie. I think the, I cannot remember what the movie was whatever but i ended up walking right into a car next thing i know i'm like going <laughs> and walked into a car and i look and i like open my eyes I'm like uh-oh and i remember what i saw briefly like in sort of a partially shaded like uh what was it called tinted uh, window is a guy that I can now look back and I, I realize, oh, I disrupted a blowjob. <laughs> oh, from surprised from uh, 
and looking up and going, what the hell? And they rolled down the windows like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. He's like, okay, it's fine. And then went on. So that, that was the incident. Then we watched the movies. Did you say a guy was giving a blowjob? Yeah, it was two in, dudes. Oh, in Utah. That's yeah, sort in of a Utah. Big deal. And at the time, too. I was a very naive kid, so that was just crazy to me. Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, two dudes. One's a blowjob. Dave's growing up Mormon, but never really practiced it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, so the movies end. Those guys like drove off, left for the the night. We're packing in the up. middle of the movie. Yeah, I think they left, they left before the movie because the movies had ended in like it was pretty much empty. We're packing up. After the second movie ended, we're packing up to leave. This car drives back in, (laughs) comes up, starts yelling at me. What? They start claiming they have like a huge, now they have like a dent, like, like a smashed in door. They have like a, a door that's like, looks like something heavy has hit it and smashed. And they're blaming me and saying, you did this. You walked into my car and you did this. And I was like, what are you talking about? Cops get called. They show up. They have to, they have to like, like, they're like, so what ends up happening is these cops are just like, what do you, what do you want us to do? Like, if he did this, it's sort of the, like they tell these two guys, it's the equivalent of a tree fell on your fucking car. It's like, that's the that's where we put it. <laughs> so we can't do anything. And they just ended up driving away really miffed. In the end, I think my dad showed up too because I was like, what the hell? I don't know what to do. <laughs> my dad showed up. Your dad must have had a phone on hand at all times. <laughs> just based on the stories you've told on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Your dad's just there. ready to go like, God, God damn it, David. <laughs> he just has a red phone like Batman. <laughs> but it's just for me to him. Uh, um, but yeah, and I remember them just being miffed. But I think they were just trying. It was like a lie. Because I was like, how did I, everybody, even my dad was like, that's impossible that they, you walked into their car and damaged it so much that like it would pop when they opened it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. You'd have to been running, running into And I it. was not. <laughs> so, yeah. And then they ended up Whoa. just driving away miffed and not, nothing came of it. What was the follow, what was the, how'd your friends react was I this all happening I, during the movie? No, it was like at the very end of the, the night. So I, those, I think I might have. If, if I, I don't, I can't. I don't have a lot of memory of what they said or what my friends did. I might have ended up just going not home with them. They might have left, and I left went home with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, sad. <laughs> so That's, I, I don't recall. They left in the middle of the movie. At least in between, you know how it's usually a drive-in is double feature? Yeah. I think they left it for sure at least when the first movie ended. Waited for the second movie to end, came back. Yeah. And then we're Weird. Like, so it just didn't add up yeah. either. You're like, what? Did you notice the dent before you ran into it? No. Could've, I think, yeah, they probably It could have either already been dented or they went and something happened and they tried to come back. And we're like, let's blame it on that kid. <laughs> it was the kid that walked into it. <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> oh my god how how did it work out with like did was that that ended up not being your crowd or no uh, no no i ended no. up hanging out with the old my friends now they're like i still know back in these other like older than me they were like all my age they a lot of those crowds those cool crowds didn't even have senses of humor so it's like or their sense of humor just didn't line up with mine yeah and then i met like my, my 
best friend Matt Whitaker back home. Like, but he's like a year older than me, and I hang out that I've still hang out with that crowd when I go home. That's good. Yeah. I've definitely had those hangs in high school where you're like, oh, we're mixing company, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is a, this is unusual. Yeah. The potheads are hanging out with uh, the soccer kids. Ooh. I think that happened at like a big parties, but I never felt comfortable at big, like, <laughs> high school parties. Yeah. I was hosting them, so I was on a wide variety of uh, right. comfort, comfort levels. Hosting parties? Yeah. Yeah. I already <laughs> talked about that in this podcast. <laughs> uh, but that was, yeah, my house was the place. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I got... When I started hanging out with the older kids, that's when I started getting into my own, like finding my own voice. I never really found like a crowd that was like, I have a couple here and there, but most of them are all older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would hang out with seniors my sophomore year and then when they, and yeah, there's a whole lot there. That was like, <laughs> there were like three gangs when I got into high school that they called themselves gangs. It was just like white kids <laughs> groups. One called. Team Rider Crew, TRC. Teen Rider Crew. <laughs> team I team or Teen? I think it was Team. Team. Team Rider like Crew, TRC. There was the fellas. The fellas. <laughs> I hope they're all Italian. And then, <laughs> and then who I eventually ended up on to my store, my friends, the guys I'm friends with, the, that was the um, murder... Murder, what was it called? Murder, oh my god, murder, murder dog team. mafia. They were murder dog, murder, ma murder, murder dog, dog mafia. mafia. Are these improv teams? <laughs> I mean, they might as well. I think I was in improv culture without realizing it growing up. Team, we did bits all the time. Team writing then, group has two words for team in it. <laughs> yeah, team writing team group crew. <laughs> anyway Or I'm getting that wrong But the team before I didn't say it was TRC That's all I remember <sighs> Well That's interesting Yeah Do you have shirts or anything? No I, I remember fellas had watches That they all had matching watches <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> and boy And Alex, they were They were like The nice. uh, Like the um, They would be the sosh If you If I said a category They were sosh Like from Murder Dog Mafia was, was that like the outsiders. Yeah, so okay. I feel like we were the outsiders, like the whatever those guys were called, the greasers. Murder Dog Mafia fellas were like the socias, like they wore fucking collared shirts and shit, like polos. Okay, and then Team Rider Crew actually was the first group I hung out with. They were sort of like a the in between of both of those because they were like kind of they weren't. Real poshy, like those. <laughs> only some of them bags. were watches. Yeah, only some of them were watches. <laughs> but they were like, they were kind of like, not, they were like more like extreme sports kind of kids. Like they loved going like boating and shit and doing like wakeboarding, <laughs> wakeboarding or whatever you do, okay. behind, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and they were really nice to me. Like I, I met a lot of great people that, but I just like in the end it was like, ah, oh, these other guys were more. <laughs> I'm more of a murder dog, man. Uh, uh, murder, that's exactly it. Yeah. I betrayed, I betrayed TRC once because I was just, I Go like, on. Like, they used to do like big, um, the three groups, weirdly enough, would do big um, capture the flag games. Uh -huh. And so I was hanging out with TRC um, and this guy named Ryan Bauman, who was really nice to me. It was great. Made my high school life fun because of those guys. But around that time, I started to hang out with Matt Whitaker, who ended up being my best friend. I'm like, we just see eye to eye. Mm. We love movies and more stuff and punk music. TRC wasn't punk, guys. I was a punk kid. And... uh. 
we were doing a big game and I was originally supposed to be playing with TRC and I fucking betrayed him and played for Murder Dog Mafia or it was vice versa, but I'm pretty sure I betrayed the TRC. <laughs> I yeah. hope I hope I did because what was the fallout? I don't know. Something, nothing. It just <laughs> was just dramatic in the moment and then nothing happened. And then I just hang, started hanging out with Murder Dog Mafia. <laughs> and, and you had to get initiated by being beat up and your shoes got taken off. That was a thing. <laughs> That's a what? huge thing. What do you, you didn't what? Get beat, we didn't get beat up. It was like more like playful being up. At least when I got in. I was the last member to be added. Pretty cool. It. And they took your shoes? Yeah, they'd take your shoes and like throw them away, or, or like <laughs> what? But, yeah, I think you get them back, but that was like part of it. it was you got your shoes taken off? Keeps going like you get beat up. Well, just push around a little bit. They throw your shoes away. You get them back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they just threw them and they're like. Ah, 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 ah. Hey, Prof. Hey, uh, hey, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. up? I was thinking, um, you know how normally for hazing, uh, we beat them up and we take the shoes and throw them away. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a regular yeah. thing. All of us here have had that done. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of money in that, <laughs> throwing away shoes, of fine looking fellas like us. What if uh, we take the shoes and sell them? Mm. What if they sell our used shoes? Yeah, I mean, we're all snappy dresses. We all got crocodiles on our shirts. We all got watches on the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many members are you looking to add to fellas So I, to I, make money? Well, we, right now we have that personality test, so we only get one a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's very limited, but I feel like we really narrowed it down. Like, yeah. I'm glad we go through that test because yeah. you guys really, like, you're my best buds. You know what I mean? We match up well. We all like the same things. Yeah. Like, very matching personalities. But the janitor at our school has been complaining he's finding all these brand new shoes in the trash. <laughs> so this guy do something about he's them shoes. He's complaining about the one time a year that we throw shoes in the trash. Well, not everyone makes the cut. We, we jump like five kids a year, uh, yeah, yeah. and there's like six pairs of J's in the trash, just brand new. You want to be fella sellers? What? Fella, I like that. Fella sellers? Fella se- Yeah, that's what- We're selling shoes? Fella selling shoes? That, that Can I have a proposal? <laughs> Uh, maybe we could get our shoes back. Kind of weird being the only crew around that none of us have shoes because we just threw away our shoes. Hey, Georgie, are you mad because yours were specially ordered? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got two different size legs. <laughs> I got two different size legs. I would, it's not easy to get a, a sharp pair of, sharp looking pair of Converse and two different size soles, you know. I gotta be honest, I feel bad about that. Yeah, well, it's all right, but I mean, you know, one idea, we could sell the shoes, or we could simply uh, be a gang that wears shoes. um, Oh, come on, that's tradition. Well, I stepped on a nail today. Wait, did you never buy shoes again? (laughs) What? We all have shoes on. What? What? Put your feet above the... Aw. Yeah. (laughs) Did you just not buy them because you have those special order shoes? You're allowed to put on shoes. I thought it was part of the game. Ooh. (laughs) Your feet are gross. Did you leave the nail in? Do you have clean your shoes? Yeah, well, I'm not going to take the nail out. Why not? not? I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Take the nail out or go to a doctor. Or both. Shit. You're bleeding everywhere. If I go to the doctor and try to explain why I'm not wearing shoes after I spent $300 on specially ordered Converse, he's going to be disappointed in me. Cut to the doctor. <laughs> Come on, doc. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> Just give me the diagnosis. Take the nail out. I feel, okay. I feel like if I take the nail out, you're never going to learn this lesson. 
You don't need to teach me lessons. But I guess if you must. I just feel like somebody's got to teach you a lesson. I thought that gang would do it. But clearly the gang has done nothing for you. Yeah, I misunderstood. They just kind of took my stuff and gave me a watch. (laughs) Let me see that watch. It's a Rolex. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Got to uh, this doctor speaking with the administrator administrator of his... Uh, clinic. So um, it's come to my attention that instead of giving medicine to the patients, mm-hmm. you're prescribing they find a group of friends or what you've been calling it gangs mm-hmm. to help them through it. Yes. A support group or a gang. Okay. I love the word support group. Yeah. But you're specifically been telling them to join gangs. What? What's, What's the, the problem here, boss? <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem Do you have with a the- gang member? Did you bring a gang member? We're Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> We're both. Hmm? Wait. Alcoholics Anonymous is not is not a gang. It's it a is support a support group. And a gang. Do you want to join this support group? We're going to take your gloves. <laughs> no, don't take my gloves. I need these gloves. You I can't ha- take your shoes. That's what the fellas do. <laughs> Well, well, these are my fanciest We're gloves. tired of being in the pocket of Big Pharma. <laughs> so we've started prescribing our own medication. 12 and that's steps. Male camaraderie. <laughs> in the form I'm of support- 12 steps. I'm supportive of that, but it's not, you're getting violent with this. That's step number nine. <laughs> step nine is kicking the shit out of somebody? Yeah. yeah. Anyone who may have... You may you may have uh, had a weird encounter with in the past. Yeah, <laughs> that's not helpful. You're supposed to. Isn't the normal? You go and you like make amends with somebody. Yeah, and if they don't want to make amends, you pound them. <laughs> yeah, pound them. <laughs> we get a lot that's done. The, that's the gang this, part. Yeah. Hey, you your, better be. Will get- you please all put your fists away? <laughs> How are we supposed to show off these gloves we've been taking from people? Yeah. <laughs> you have a day and you keep them. Well, you can't have my gloves. Okay. That's so nice though. Yes. Now they're they're Diane Keaton gloves. What? You got them from Diane Keaton. Yes, I went to a garage sale for Diane Keaton. There's th- or an auction, as they call it, in the in the Hollywood. Cut to the <laughs> auction. <laughs> Diane, you don't. You're rich. I'm getting rid of my clutter. <laughs> but I feel like it's sending the wrong message. You're you're crazy, Moma rich. Are you interested in that toaster oven or no? I'm shocked you have a toaster of. <laughs> it's a toaster. It's Annie Hall themed toaster. <laughs> okay, so it it plays tennis, but it doesn't want to get cleaned afterwards. <laughs> yes, it's an amazing toaster oven. It plays tennis and it's good. I'll, I, I'll. How much do you want for it? Well, haggle me. Cut to Wimbledon. <laughs> 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 oh well, well, we're here at the oh, the I'm Wimbledon opening by this <laughs> fucking toaster. So, uh, <laughs> ding, Rufio, Rufio, come over no. here. Hot pockets are ready. <laughs> oh my god, motherfucker! My hot pockets are cold, and I'm losing this match. Oh my god, uh, what? Rufio, we, we we wanted to briefly cut into the match to talk to you. It seems that you're being you're you you've met your match. You're the yeah. world champion, and you cannot beat this Annie Hall theme toaster yes so what seems to be the problem you are the best of the best i don't know it's anticipating my every move and it's making hot pockets and i'm my hot pockets are cold i don't i'm getting my ass kicked all right well i'm gonna well i hope you can 
you know, bring this match around and not lose it for America. Let's go talk Jesus. to the toaster. Excuse me, toaster. What what would you say is your greatest attribute in the middle of this match? <laughs> You're bringing it. Well, toaster, toaster? toaster, is it true that you're going bald? <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's kind of rude that you're not at least popping something out of you for a response. Bing! <laughs> Hot pockets are ready. <laughs> Son of a Why are we bitch. putting... <laughs> I, back to you, office. I'm we confused the, why we put Hot Pockets and Toasters. Cut to the corner uh, with the famous tennis player from Sweden <laughs> and his trainer. Listen, I don't normally like to play dirty, <clears throat> but I have a jar of spiders. <laughs> All right, Dave. Um, uh huh. So yeah, you're gonna be hanging out with this. Is I'm sort of giving you an in here to the cool crowd. Okay. Uh, great, great, great. Th- thanks so much for this opportunity. Uh, so just honestly, play it even keel. Just let's go mini golfing. Uh, okay. Like I don't know. Make sure your pants are on tight. Uh, okay. Uh, try not to tight. do any quips or I would jokes or maybe don't even speak while we're doing this. Don't. I, I, I How just, do you guys function as a, like as friends out here? Like, well, like, there's I'm a, just trying to find my place in high school. I know. Uh, I'm trying to help you. Um, you know, we grew up neighbors, and yeah, our Thanks, parents Richard. are friends. Uh, so I figured yeah. I'd at least try to ingratiate you in some crowd. But these guys are pretty cool. Um, so just ease into it, okay? okay. Don't have okay. to try too hard. Let's All just right. do it. Randy, Michelle. Hey, what's up, guys? The movie starts pretty soon, so we have 20 minutes before we have to leave. Oh, well, we'll that, get a quick oh. round of mini golf before that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Oh, hi. Hey. I'm Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi. Can you excuse me a second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I told you. What? <laughs> I just introduced myself. I said I said hi. Look, what, look, look down at your shoes. Look down here. They are untied and they've somehow managed to tie themselves around each other. Oh All right? God. The more you act out, the more you risk doing that something stupid. That just looks stupid. like somebody, somebody pranked me. Now, if I would have taken a step, I no would have fallen. No one pranked you. You what? pranked yourself. Your life is a prank. <sighs> now, let's what? go back in there and play oh it cool, God. buddy. Okay, okay. Let's <laughs> let <laughs> Stop slamming up against this pane of glass. Yeah, well, all right. Let's go back in. Andy, Michelle. <laughs> Hi. Let's get, oh, let's get you missed this. it. Michelle just got it through the windmill. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll bet she did. Was it a hole in one? Uh, I don't get that reference. <laughs> it what um it wasn't a reference. I just you know what a, a hole in one like you get it in one shot. It's kind of a great achievement when it comes to golf. <clears throat> Josh? <laughs> Does anyone want to have a fucking soda? <laughs> Does anyone want a soda? Sorry. Does anyone want a soda? I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could use. I can a soda. go. I could. I'll go. I'll go get you a soda. Yeah, Great. Why don't you go, go get, get a soda? Yeah, yeah. Great. Do you have money for sodas? Yeah, I got it. Great. You guys want? What do you want? It looks like they only have Mr. Pibb here. <laughs> it's like you know the downgrade from Dr. Pepper. Can we talk to you for a second? Yeah. <laughs> go get the pibs. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> It's just a, he's a family friend. He's he's he, he's good, cool once you get to know him. Look I, at your fly. What? Look at your fly. Oh my god, my balls are up. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Louise. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ugh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. 
We all saw your sack. Yeah. What are you trying to do? I'm. Is this guy a living prank? And is it spreading? I don't think that can spread, right? That's not how living pranks work. Uh, he's had a series of uh, cartoonishly uh, unfortunate events happen to yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, now we all saw your sack. I've never seen your sack before. And you guys shower together. Yeah, well, we tuck the sacks when we shower. Out of respect. Uh, guys, guys, I have your Mr. Pibbs. Where are you? Yeah, right over here. Over oh, here. hey, over what's here. up? Here's your Mr. Pitt. Thank you. Here's your Mr. Pitt. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any clothes anymore. <laughs> they were blown off of me. <laughs> um, I'd get you a sheet. What do you mean your clothes were... I was buying the Mr. Pibbs. There was a gust that came through and ripped them right off. All I have is now this underwear. <sighs> You guys want to get to that golf? Here, have my poncho. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. Care of this. Thank you, Richard. Uh, That's very nice. Okay. Let's just, what do you say we cross the drawbridge and go on to hole yeah. two? We'll yeah, just, yeah, yeah. we'll call it this one. One's all around and go to hole two. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds great. I'll go first. <laughs> A fish jumps out of the water. <laughs> Into my mouth. Did you guys see You that? just pulled that out Heathcliff style. No, it's just bones. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't know what else to do other than eat it. Your, what? your friend is magically pun, uh, prank-like. What is happening? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it could be cool, right? Uh, Josh? <laughs> what? you? That was you. <laughs> What is happening? Oh my my pants filled up with poop. <laughs> it's spreading. I think. I don't think it could be spreading. I, I think it's spreading. It is spread. Oh my god! I'm lactating. Oh my god! <laughs> oh you're my both god. wearing. You're both wearing fucking jumpsuits. Yours is filling with milk, and yours is filling with shit. <laughs> I don't have this much milk in my body. What's happening? <laughs> Crazy. Should we get to the game? <laughs> we could try. Okay, just be cool. Be cool. If we panic, it'll only get worse. That's the thing about a prank. Uh, panicking makes it worse. Yes, okay. yes. Quick just sand. keep yeah, it yeah, even yeah, keel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, hold two. Bow okay, down. hold two. Uh, okay, right. Uh, the milk's really getting in the way of my swing. <laughs> just, just, play, just power play, through, play, Michelle. Play. Off the ramp. Okay. Dodge the post. There Dodge we go. The good, good, good. Ball hit the hole. It's coming back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's gaining speed. <laughs> it's getting faster. Oh, God. Oh, it's my. getting faster. Oh, All right, we should run. Right in the dick. <laughs> it got Josh in the dick. Oh, I tucked it too hard. Nah, we'll be fine here. We'll be fine here. This is like a very secluded makeout spot. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, because I've been hearing some crazy stuff in the news. What do you mean? That's just that's just liberal media doing their fake news thing. No, we're the, the woods is a perfect place to hook up without interruption. Okay. Okay, cause, just okay. Are you cool? Yeah, I just I, I'm worried if I embarrass myself or something. Like I'm just. Just so you know, if I get embarrassed, I am going to walk away and just keep walking. Okay. You won't be embarrassed. You won't be embarrassed. Trust me. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. 
Like, I will not stop walking okay. until something gets in my way. <laughs> I just talked right when I had my mouth to your mouth. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, it's sorry. okay. It's not I'm embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Come, One, at, two, come at me. Three. Okay. All right. We're kind of nibbling a little. Uh, or I, I could be Mimi. Am, me, I, me, am me, I doing me, this? I'm me, doing me, this wrong. No, you know, it's fine. Hey, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, you know? <laughs> Just, uh, it's still a Reese's. You're still having the Reese's. <sighs> do you want to, I don't know. Yeah, let's, let's just. Do I, do I, do I touch your balls now? I don't know. I mean, it's not off the table. I I did it wrong. I'm skipping steps. I'm jumping all over the board. No, it's, <laughs> hey, listen, as long as we're on the board, uh, there's really a take a left or two. I don't know. Uh, Do you want to put I'm your hand my... in my pocket or something? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay I'm yeah. sorry. That one has my mace in it. Why did you put it in the other ah, one? Oh, God. Nice. Oh, my no. Embarrassment. Oh, no, it's no. not embarrassing. Oh, no. Nothing's embarrassing. Oh, no. The she foolishness. She just starts walking away. <laughs> no, please. I... Hey there, big guy. Hi. We're alone here. Oh, I assure yeah. you. There's nothing that's going to stop this from finally happening. Yeah. So I just want to warn you, if I get embarrassed, I'm just going to take off. You're going to take off? Oh, you'll never get embarrassed around me, All baby. Right. Just pull down my little panties. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. Ooh, yeah. Here just, they come. Let me oh. get these. Yeah. Let me just get these. Let me fold them up for Send you. somebody... What do you mean? Since somebody just I marching I'm just towards making us? making a fool of myself <laughs> non-stop. She's not stopping. I had one chance. Stop oh my God, I she's coming right through chance. the car. No. One chance. I what are you doing? One chance. What are you? <laughs> I was just... Uh, uh, oh, no, I'm embarrassed. Uh, uh, no! I'm never going to lose my virginity. <laughs> these, we cut to um, the desert, and these two women are walking side by side. Are, right. you, are you still embarrassed? I'm still embarrassed. Are you still embarrassed? Yeah. How long does it... Uh, I'm just going to keep walking until I don't feel embarrassed anymore. We've walked through lakes. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that would make me feel less embarrassed, but it didn't. We walked through fire. I thought that would make me feel less embarrassed, but it didn't. We walked through riots. We walked through buildings. <laughs> We're like Kitty Pryde. <laughs> we cut to two coyotes uh, hanging out by a cactus. Hey, yeah. <laughs> come on, let's see the deal here. Huh? It's coyotes, right? We don't. Hey, yeah, I mean, I'm. Look, let me just pull down my uh, my coyote panties. <laughs> <laughs> incredible, incredible craftsmanship. Hey, you are happy to help hey, with here those. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, what's okay. that? What are those two objects? That are I'm never going to be a virgin. Yeah, I'm never going to be a virgin. You'll see it. They'll be scared. No, they're coming right through the tag. I can't get my coyote panties back on. I can't. I'm walking. I told you when I get embarrassed, I walk. No, please. <laughs> the coyote and the two people are walking. Oh, you guys, we're, we've come to a river. Okay, so there's a canoe, and one, only one or two of us can cross at a time. So is it going to be two embarrassed and you know, if women? you leave me alone, I'll eat one of you. Yeah, so do we have the embarrassed coyote? Are the embarrassed virgin? Are the embarrassed sort of experienced girl? How do we do this, you guys? Okay. Don't leave me on alone on one side with one of you. Okay. There's also a sack of grain. <laughs> 
we could just. And if you leave me with that grain, I'm gonna eat it. Back to the meat portion of the podcast. Uh, Connie, what? Um, I know you. What, do you have anything you'd like to talk about, or we could just get to know you if you'd like? Um, uh, um, like anything to plug or what's going no, on? No, 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 like, like a story. story. Oh Jesus! Um, this one, <laughs> it's it's too close to Dave's. It's also about a chair situation, but it's a little different. <laughs> Great. Okay, so the, I was in the chair I episode. Was, I was. I was <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 sad. Um, it's not Don't sad. Don't make it about the chair. Um, but okay. So, do you, have you guys seen those types of chairs where it like it looks kind of like a crisscross, and you're supposed to sit? It's like an dyn- ergodynamic chair. Like Lisa has one on The Simpsons. Like your knees go behind something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It- uh, I think of it as a Z. Yeah, it's of. shaped like a Z. Like it's like a weird stool that's supposed to be good for your back. Oh yeah, we, and, yeah, yeah. And like your your knees go behind it. Anyway, so I was interning at this graphic design company like when I was in school, and um, uh, one of the designers was like, "Hey, we're gonna have a meeting. You're welcome to join us." And I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna sit in with a meeting. Okay, it's a big deal." So they're all gathered in the office and I there's no chairs left and I see this weird ass Z chair and I'm like uh, all right we'll figure this out <laughs> and I had I've never sat or seen anyone sit in one so I had no idea what I was doing so I I I, I, I I'm like in the back of the crowd <laughs> I'm I take a seat in the chair and as someone's talking, I realize I'm sliding out of the chair and just sinking to the ground because I'm not sitting in it right. And I don't are you sitting? Like I'm picturing legs over the part where your knees are supposed to be again. I think I was sitting on it sideways, not realizing it, it, it was the wrong way. <laughs> and the way the chair is, is is it's like it's not a flat on top. There's like a there's like two bars because your legs are supposed to go into it. So I'm sitting on the side and not realizing like I'm slowly sinking. <laughs> below everyone <laughs> and so whoever sure was i can still picture this in my mind's eye it's very insane so you see a group of people watching someone speak and then there's me in the back slowly sinking <laughs> hoping no one notices did you make it all the way to the floor yeah i did <laughs> and the thing it was one of those horrible things i'm so guilty of this is if, if my thing is like jurassic park rolls where if i move slowly no one knows like no one can see me. <laughs> Those are Jurassic Park rules. Or like if you don't move, no one can see you. So I'm just like, so I, I definitely, my knee hit the ground at one point, but it happened so slowly. And so I'm just like, oh God, I'm falling. I'm falling. Oh, I fa- I'm on the ground. No one sees. And I think I just squatted for the rest of the meeting. So everyone thought I was sitting. Whoa. Did you you just sat on the floor for the rest of the meeting? No, 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 no. Squatted. Oh, you squatted. So it okay, looked like yeah, I was yeah, sitting, yeah. but where did I, the chair go? <laughs> I didn't. I was too scared to use it. Okay, so my mind's eye. This chair is like it's got a kind of a base and then a ledge for your knees and a ledge for your butt. Is that yes? That's what I, that's yes. what we're talking about here. Yes. So where you were sitting at it like a mermaid, like. Like sideways. I, I'm, I'm really trying I, to figure out where I'm, you went. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying. I think my. I think I put my knees over instead of under. Yeah. Okay. And so I. St- I. St- 
I lost leverage and just started rolling into the chair and sliding to the ground. And it was just, goddamn. Like, I didn't, I didn't think the chair would be that hard to figure out. <laughs> but yeah, sure enough, I Googled, how do you sit in this chair? And I was like, oh, I never would have guessed that shit. You don't, you don't think about your limbs going into something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one time I went to the hospital and it was the first time I'd gone to the hospital since being born there, I think. <laughs> uh, and the nurse was like, okay, uh, put this gown on and I'll be right back. And I just put the gown on over my clothes. <laughs> I was wearing like jeans and a sweatshirt. And she came back in and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to get naked or not get naked, but I thought it would, if I wasn't supposed to get naked, it would be uh, worse. And she's like, why would I have you put the gown on over your clothes? <laughs> just to make you beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Were you also unsure if it was supposed to cover your back? Because I've done two on two before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's just open in the back. Yeah, yeah. why is that? So you can take a look at that tush. <laughs> Yeah, doctors love looking at douches. They're like, take those gowns so we can see the ass. <laughs> um, well, how was that work like environment? Did you still work in graphic design? I chose uh, no, I made the switch to comedy right around then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Slid it out of a chair right into comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fell into comedy. It, it occurred to you? Was that place fun to work at? No. Yeah? No. That, well, here's the thing about graphic design. Um... I have a I have a bachelor's in studio art, and then I have an associate's in graphic design. Graphic design is fun to learn, but I knew I wasn't going to have fun working in it, and I was right. It's like I'm I'm not OCD enough to be like I am going to spend an hour figuring out the right type of red for this, mm-hmm. or just and like oh. you're designing shit that you don't care about, and you're uh, you're translating ideas of people that don't understand design, like and yeah. so very often. I'm, I'm, I have to be like, just trust me, it's not going to look good. And they're like, just do it. And then the, I'll spend hours doing it. They're like, oh, that's terrible. Do it again. And it's just, it's, I mean, I guess that's every job. Yeah. But I mean, to find a way to ruin art for yourself is just so, you know? And yeah. yeah and then so, uh, and it's weird because when you get that degree, you, you have to study marketing and you study the psychology behind marketing and it's, it's a little nauseating to know um, the level of research that went into the human brain just as for something as simple as like a poster. Oh, right. And it's like upsetting. And um, I might, I much rather do something that's less like subconsciously selling shit to people. Yeah. Yeah. What was that pivot? for you like did you want to have a career in art and then you got to a certain point and pivoted into comedy or well it when I, when I was in college in my last year like people would tell me I should go into comedy and I have this rule of threes where if three unrelated people tell me the same thing there must be something there like one I think one was a friend one was a teacher and one was a stranger and it was like unprovoked and so I was like all right, I'll give this a shot. And I was like, sure enough, I was like, oh, I want to do this instead. But then my family was like, but you need a job. And and they're like, yeah, you have to get a degree in graphic design. And I kind of regret it because I feel like I lost a year of my life doing that instead of, I don't know, taking classes, doing stand-up. And yeah. um, oh, to each his own. Yeah. That's not uncommon, though, that people have to 
<laughs> go to school for something. And I then get, do you know what really cheeses me off though? Like more than being like, oh, I have two degrees that I'm not using. It's like when I hear people being like, yeah, the key to success is to not have a backup plan. Yeah. Just, you know, don't, I've never had a real job. Just yeah. never had a, a fuck off. Yeah. So you're rich then? <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Like how to did you not walk up to every waiter and be like, you know you don't have to do that. The key is to not have a plan. <laughs> yeah. Not have a plan. <laughs> Give up. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Definitely have a plan. Or, just, <laughs> or a backup plan. Like, oh, I don't want to learn any skills. I'm, i just want to focus on my craft. And it's just like do you know how many times I'm gonna get real for a second? Do you know how many times I applied to do phone sex, but the thing is, you need a landline to do that, and I'm not gonna buy a fucking landline to do that. <laughs> and that is me not having a plan. So it's just like, don't be fucking like, yeah, you can't have a net. You can't have fuck off. <laughs> fuck you. That was your. That was the one sort of hang up for you about phone being a phone doing phone sex. Well, like. <laughs> I just knew it was gonna well well the lady asked me like do you have a landline I was like no she's like oh no so I guess for her that was the makes some kind of sense was this an independent was she like one lady who did phone sex and was hiring you was this I think it was I think it was a company oh okay yeah you can ask your phone sex industry questions later Take what were the numbers? What were the numbers that people would die? Nine hundred. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, it was just uh, I uh, cheeses me off so bad. Like um, people being like, "Oh yeah, you just you know you." Oh, when people are successful and they give advice, like work hard, and I'm like, "Oh, is that what I was supposed to be doing?" Fuck everyone at this table has had seventy jobs. Yeah. Suck my dick. Like it's just so like work hard, be nice to people. I thought we were supposed to be mean to people. I've been flipping off people on the way here. Be nice to people doesn't always work out either. Oh, yeah. God. Just say what you mean. I got lucky. I took a shitload of classes. Oh, and by the way, I sucked up to the right people. <laughs> oh, you can't use that vanity fair. I'm sorry. I'm bitter. This was a rough day. Oh, love it. I'm We're in a bed, a master bedroom where a man and a woman are getting it on. <laughs> oh no! Wait, my husband. No, stop, stop! My husband just walked what? in. My husband just—he's coming up to the bedroom. Stay what? still. Don't move. He will not know that we are here. Just stay completely still. Wait, what? Just freeze. Just freeze. He's like a T-Rex. Freeze. My cock is out. Sweetheart. Hey, guess who got Wendy's? I got Wendy's on the way home from work. Sweetheart. What the hell? Sweetheart, I got Wendy's. Hot chicken sandwich combo, number six. With pickle, the one you like. Side of chili. <laughs> Don't move. He'll eventually eat the Wendy's and go away. Sweetheart, where are you? There's an itch. The car's outside. I, there's an itch on my gooch. Don't. Just let it go. What is it I hear? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one time you in the closet. <laughs> Nothing in the closet. Large combo, sweetheart. Large fries, large Mountain Dew. I saw your keys on the counter. <laughs> the bottle of lube is like doing that little water thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting up. They're sitting up straight on the bed. <laughs> the 
<laughs> hops up on the end of the bed. <laughs> Come on, sweetheart, let's have let's have a meal. His, His nose is coming incredibly close. <laughs> just breathing in our faces. I swear. Is I'm gonna pick up this light up dildo that we were using, and I'm gonna try to get his attention. You make a run for it. Are you kidding me? You're in heels. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave it to me. I'm going to run to the bathroom. He'll follow with the Wendy's. All right? Just get dressed and make a run for it. Okay. (laughs) 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 Run in the bed and slams the door in the bathroom. Oh no! <laughs> Honey, I, well, we, I've been in here the entire time. What's going on? Why did you burst in here? What's going on? I uh, I brought home Wendy's like any good husband would. I would love to eat the Wendy's, but I'm here and taking a big dump. <laughs> Why are you in heels and negligee taking a big dump? I wanted it to be a fancy fun dump. <laughs> you and your dumps. I smell. <laughs> what do you smell? No, do you smell? I smell something in here. You, you smell my shit. No. Even worse. I smell a good for the chicken nugget. <laughs> boom, boom. Enter Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> hey, 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 over here. Hey, 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 hey. Jeff. Over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. Run for it. Over here. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I was trying to do what Jeff does, well, and I didn't I miss it. So just go. Get out the window and, do, and stop. I think I can get a nugget. No, don't worry about the nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Got one? I'm gonna go play piano jazz later if you want to join me. I'd love to. Hey, where's my nugget? We cut, that man's we, running. We cut to her husband and Jeff Goldblum having an, in another master suite having an affair. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I'm still really hungry. Didn't get to eat anything. Wendy's. Oh, great job jazzing it up tonight. Oh, thanks. I I like to play piano and be with real people and date younger women. That's that's all there is to know about Jeff Goldblum. Well, and you were the fly. Had an illustrious fly. Oh career. yeah, Jeff. I- it's Laura Dern. I'm home. Oh shit! Don't move. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We open on a uh, conference room. It's packed. Uh, um, and then there's just like a, a bed post in the corner. Uh, Josh, come on in. Uh, grab a seat. Uh, yeah. Look, oh, oh, yeah. I can yeah, yeah, yeah. Seat. Definitely. Come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the chair's over there. That This is a chair? Uh, okay. I'll just, just have a seat. Yeah, no, I'm started. so happy to be here. I know it's a big day for the company. Uh you know, yeah, we got the design for Duracell, so yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah, all right, <clears throat> just stand, just put my uh, put thinker's pose here. <clears throat> wow, really cool day. He uh, is holding up the bed. We'll get started as soon as you get a grab a seat. Oh, now. is that you're waiting for me? <laughs> yeah, um, is there another part to this thing? Or uh, does 
Your man not like my chair? Is that what's happening here? Uh, no, I think he does. One second. I am uh, an investor. Talk... I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Let me just talk with him outside for a second. <laughs> hey, where did that glass come from? <laughs> the intern here. I brought you in to yeah. the head meeting for the Duracell. I'm sorry. I know what it is. I'm excited to be there. I actually okay. have some good ideas and stuff. I just don't know what to make the post. <laughs> you quit goofing around I'm and not... sit in that chair. <laughs> Oh. You look like an imbecile. You don't know how to sit in a chair. All right. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. He grabs the post and hugs it and leans up to it with his face pressed against the side. Hey, intern. Start the meeting. Huh? Uh, I was wondering, uh, uh, we're really excited to have you here. Uh, could you demonstrate how we use toilet paper here? Here's some three clams from Demolition Man. So if you could just demonstrate how one would use what this. What is that? You said three clams? Three clams attached to a stick a la Demolition Man. So if you could just demonstrate how Josh. one would use As toilet paper. Yeah, I guess you take one clam and... Josh. As toilet paper? As toilet I'll, paper? I'll just mime it. Right? I'll just mime it. Uh, in the design world, you sort of um, less is more. <laughs> I'm so sorry. One it's second. Open the clamp. <laughs> oh, went through it that time. <gasps> what are you doing? What are you? What's happening? I don't. I she mean, said, I, "Use it as toilet paper." You didn't even pull down your pants. Well, I don't. What? What? You're gonna wipe a phantom poop? Get back in that office and take a dump and use those three clamshells. You're making us look like idiots. And we've got to get this proposal ready for Congress. All right, here we go. Uh, pants all the way down to the knees. Uh, well, you can't wipe if there's nothing. <laughs> Your client doesn't seem to be pooping. I just pooped this morning. He will poop. Emergency lights go off in the building. A guy like in a safety vest comes running in. There's an emergency. We have to get everybody out of the building. About a hundred embarrassed people are walking through the foundation of this building oh, right no. now. Oh my god! No, no. Oh my god! Okay, follow okay. me. Follow well, okay. me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, emergency procedure. I'm in the middle know? of this. <laughs> Pinch it and go. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Uh, hurry, hurry! We Your client can't for the pinch it. Hour later, there's he's still in there. News cameras. <laughs> the embarrassed people are getting closer. Oh God, they already took down half half the right there's wing. There's a of bomb technician under Josh's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I need more time. <laughs> uh, we cut to an office. Uh, yeah, so uh, you do cheap blimps, yeah. Yeah, I do. I was shamed on the national news. Uh, I had a three clams biting my bare butt in a bomb technician. Uh, I hot carled him right in front of uh, on on KCLA. Uh, mm-hmm. um, okay. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to take the snap photo of that moment, uh, mm-hmm. put it on the blimp uh, with the message that says. Uh, the liberal media has gone too far, um, and crap shaming. You want that? I think you could say the liberal media has gone too far. I don't think we need the snap <laughs> of those three clams attached to your butt. Uh, Is this Charlie Rose trying to get us to show <laughs> obscene images again? Yeah, he's back again. And Dude, I keep Charlie, him. what's going on? You can't I'm, keep showing images of I'm your junk. I'm doing other careers, and I'm also... <laughs> we cut to Charlie Rose in, in another uh, job interview. So, yeah. um, 
Great. So you're changing career. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be. Uh, well, they say work. have a backup plan. <laughs> well, and your backup plan happens to be um, working for a sex line. Great. Uh, so we yeah. welcome to have you. You have a wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. We, we really Thank we're you. looking for more men in the industry. Is that right? So, yeah, we really are. We want to expand. It shouldn't just be you know for creepy men and you know calling women. We need to allow the, you know expand that. Sure. So um, great. First thing I need to know is, do you have a landline? I'm Charlie Rose, baby. I'm 70 years old. Of course, I got a landline. Perfect, because that's the one thing that can keep you from getting into this industry. Okay. I don't know what sexiness is. Does that matter? No, not at all. <laughs> Some people just want to hear you breathe and then get off. Let's take a look. Just in time, call? your first call to determine if you get the job. Um, Remember, we're listening. Welcome to Charlie Rose. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm in a bubble bath. Uh, what would you like to... You walk in, what would you like to do? Uh, put my hand in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You can clearly get any woman off with that voice, but can you get this toaster off? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey. Uh, so what are you wearing? Ding. Hot, Hot pockets. pockets are ready. <laughs> You're hired. We did it. Uh, sex talk to a toaster. <laughs> Has it ever happened? It did today. Uh, I'm sorry. I was like, oh, we're going to run out of time. That was great. I thought we were going to run out of time with this, that call that I was like, I got to get that toaster in here. It was great. Um, awesome. Well, let's go around and plug stuff. Uh, first thing, obviously, is uh, I will watch anything once. Yeah, right here on uh, the Boardwalk Audio Network. Yep. Um, Jake and I both been guests on that one, yeah. right? Yeah. Both really good episodes. Um, now with... More Connie Shin. <laughs> Even more Connie Shin. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Twitters? Anything like that? You can follow the podcast at IWWAO. You can follow me um, at Hobbit138 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at that Connie Shin and Instagram at Madame underscore Connie. Madame spelled wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that through. Um, I'm on... Uh, uh, mod sketch team at UCB Karate Karate. We're the third Wednesday of every month. Cool. Uh, we do copycat as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave, Jake, and I. We're doing. We could run into that show right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it. First Monday, seven o'clock. UCB Sunset. We copy a good team set. And yeah. That's it. Get uh, silly with it. Go ahead. Two Jake. teams, one set. Uh, check out uh, We're Gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month. UCB Franklin, nine thirty, and my Herald team, Monda Green. Uh, at Herald Night, UCB Franklin. Hey, Yay. still excited about that, uh, Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. Follow the Meet on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, uh, again, if you want to support the show, you can go to BoardwalkAudio.com/slash/the Meet. Click on Support Our Artist. Shop on Amazon as usual. Or you know what else you could do? Uh, rate and review us in the iTunes Store, or simply tell a friend that is interested in improv about this show. Most of our listeners are improv nerds, or just people that enjoy comedy or storytelling in some way. So. It's kind of a niche market, but tell your friends and help us keep growing the show. Yeah, please. Uh, Appreciate that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meat! The Meat!
Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.